0: Good afternoon. Welcome to the I Am First podcast sponsored by the First Gen Plus Center here at George Mason University. In this podcast, we'll be exploring the narratives of First Gen faculty, staff and students here at Mason. My name is Nakia Waters. I am the assistant director of first generation student support within the First Gen Plus Center. And I have two co-hosts with me here today. Want to introduce yourselves?
1: Hi! My name is Madison Bryan Barnes and I am a student support coordinator for First Gen.
2: Hi everyone! My name is Sayed Mustafa Hassan and I'm a PhD candidate at George Mason University and I'm also a graduate professional assistant at First Gen Plus Center.
0: All right now. So we are all First Gen students Um, and like I said previously we really thought it was important to highlight the narratives. Of first-gen students here at Mason. And I think it's really important that the first thing we do is a definition of what Mason considers a uh, first-gen. So if your parents uh, did not receive a bachelor's, if your parent receives an associate's degree, or if your parents received a bachelor's outside of the U.S., Mason considers you a first-gen college student. And so that's important to lift up first. Today, we're going to just have a conversation. We have a couple questions we're going to go through just about our experiences here at Mason. All right, Are y'all ready? Oh yeah, I'm yeah. ready. All right. So for the two students in the room, why did you choose to attend Mason?
1: Oh my god, this is such a funny story. <laughs> um, Mason was not my first choice of school. I thought I was going to go to Spellman. I thought I was going to be an HBCU grad, and Spellman offered me like thousand dollars. I was like, I'm not going Mm -hmm. to pay $50,000 and, you know, not know if I want to stay or not know if Georgia was my place. Um, And when I applied to Mason, I actually applied on the last day before the deadline closed. And I got my acceptance letter two weeks later. Um, Again, I still didn't know if I wanted to go. And then we got an email, me and my mom, from... DC Cap, which is an organization in DC that helps students go to colleges in the surrounding area, and they offered me a full scholarship to George Mason University, and that's how I that's how I ended up here. I'm mm-hmm. glad that I came. Like it's been a, it's been an experience, but mm-hmm. I'm definitely that's how I got here.
0: Cool. What about you, Mustafa?
2: So, I am from Pakistan originally. I'm an international student, and for where I'm from, first gen. It's not an identity. It's not something people talk about or identify as um, when they go to college. Uh, but uh, when I the the reason I applied was because my undergrad was in electrical engineering and my master was in computer science, and I was looking for applying that knowledge and expertise into something that would benefit humanity in different ways. My brother is a doctor, so medical like is something that I didn't see like myself doing. So I chose to see how I can use that knowledge into education. And George Mason had a very strong program, which is called education technology and education um, in School of uh, Graduate School of um, Education at George Mason, and that was my way of like finding something that is aligned to my my um, interest. And then when I came here, it was interesting to see like there were so many people who like there was so much diversity and there were so many people who I can identify with. And when I talk to my other international friends, I see like there is uh, another university that they didn't see that. And they when I would talk about like how comfortable I am, like identifying who I am, where I'm from, wearing my cultural clothes, talking in my language and like still making friends. They would be amazed. And then the whole idea of like first generation came to me from first and first and plus center when I started looking at like getting their newsletters and reading about it. And then realized like there were struggles that I was going through that were like I would considering them just struggles in general and not something that there are people who can like help like provide support for. And then once I started like, you know, looking into that, I realized this is a whole new concept that. A lot of international students are not aware of, and that is another office, another like avenue where they can get support from. So that's how I like came to Mason and came to realize about like first gen concept, and then first gen center as
1: well. thank you for sharing. I have a question for you. Okay, okay. So I'm sure you didn't graduate from Mason. I don't think I've ever asked, but what made you choose your alma mater?
0: Um. I think we kind of we kind of have the same uh, story. I uh, went to an all-black high school, so I was really committed to going to an HBCU. And so I applied to Howard and Hampton, so it was going to be between those two. Howard gave me no money at all. Um, and Hampton gave me $4,000, like an academic scholarship. Mm-hmm. Um, but that same year, they raised tuition. I'm from New Jersey, so they raised tuition for out-of-state students, and so even though they were giving me $4,000, it wasn't enough for me to, you know, to go. And so I ended up going to Rowan University, which was a state school in New Jersey. And so that's how I made my decision. I, I went where the money was, which is, I think, something that's really common for first-gen students. Oh,
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it here.
0: All right. Can so you... what does being first-gen mean to y'all? Madison, do you want to go first? Oh, my God. Don't
1: put me on the spot like that.
0: <laughs> um... Being
1: first-gen means that I have the opportunity to set the standard for the rest of my family and for the people that come after me. Like my family, my immediate family, my future family, um, that's what it means. It's like everything I do here is going to set the precedence for how my brother, who is 16 and getting ready to go into his senior year, feels like college has helped me or can help him. And it also is like for my younger sisters who are 3 and 11 months that when they get older and they're able to understand what's actually happening, they can say, oh, my sister, she went to college. She's in law school. Like Those are the things that I think that first-generation students look forward to. Is having their whole family come and support them on graduation day and having all the stalls and the tassels, because that's what I'm looking forward to. I don't know about y'all, but that's <laughs> what I'm looking forward to. Um, and just being able to be like, I really did it. Like, there are people in my family that went to college and that didn't finish or their life just happened and it just wasn't the the move, I guess, to be like a college graduate or you just wanted to experience life and I realize now that In this day and age, there is no experiencing life to its fullest without having a degree or without having some sort of training or certification under your belt. It's like, this is how I start my life. Mm
0: -hmm.
2: That's very interesting way of looking at it. I appreciate that. Um, For me, first gen means opportunity that like, so... Madison talked about future and I kinda of look at it from the past. Like it's an opportunity that I'm given that my previous generation weren't given. And especially first and international is like there's a opportunity that goes with like beyond the border of like anybody who is living in my country. And that opportunity comes with its cost as well, uh being away from home and family and all the things that are familiar, but at the same time it also opened a lot of gates. Um that um, so it's, like, a kind of nice mix between, like, looking at the past and thinking, oh, I'm blessed with this opportunity, but also, like, trying to not get anxious and, you know, more um, concerned about, like, what is going to look like? How am I using this? Because then there's a future that awaits me with once I finish this degree. Mm-hmm. So it's, like, uh, living in the present with those two feelings simultaneously, like, intertwined.
0: Mm-hmm. I completely understand, like... My grandmother started college and she didn't get to finish. So it's like mm-hmm. I am I finished for her. So it's a, it's that past thing and also thinking about the future. My brother has children, and so I'm thinking about my nieces and nephews. And if I have children, like, what do I want them to be able to have for the future? Um, But there is a, like, there was some anxiety of being the first as well because I I didn't want to mess up. I was like, everyone's, like, so proud of me. Everyone wants me to do well. And so there was, like, this pressure that I put on myself of being first. And even though it's a cool thing to be first, um, there's some anxiety that comes with it, some pressure Um, Some of it was what I put on my shoulders and some of it was outside pressure as well. Um, But like you said, there's multiple things you're feeling in that Mm -hmm. moment when you're first.
2: And and I completely agree with that. And one thing that I see... um, Imposter syndrome is a very real thing Mm -hmm. because everyone around us look at us as like scholar and college graduate. And, oh, this person would know. And anything, you know, from paperwork to like something big, they would say, oh, this would know because he's going to college or she is going to college. And then within our being, we are struggling in classes and we are like told that, oh, you're not going to go there or, you know, based on whatever reason. And then we are like struggling with the idea of like, oh, we have to perform good. But are we good enough to perform to that point and then years go by you know one semester you're doing good you're feeling optimistic and the next semester something happens and you're like I don't even know and then you live with that for four years and mm-hmm. even beyond if you're going to grad school and that is something that you like learn to cope with and I guess if you learn it well that kind of lives like stays with you for the rest of your life because every time you get a promotion or every time you're chosen over someone else there's a feeling like did I just get lucky or I earned it? Mm-hmm. And that kind of is always with you for the rest of your life. So dealing with that as first gens, we get like a first degree, you know, like experience with that. It's like more way before than anyone else. And that also bring that element of like, okay, we know this feeling, we can suppress it and we can just keep like going and stay focused. So right. I think that was also an opportunity that we get. in that.
0: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, no, but
1: I'm. Yeah. we're clapping because it's yeah. beautiful.
0: It's like, <laughs> mm-hmm. real. That was actually an amazing segue to our next question. I don't know if you if you did that on purpose or so that was a natural thing that happened here. I didn't do a um, look at the questions. <laughs> <laughs> How did being first gen impact your college experience, professionally, socially, or emotionally?
1: It got me some money,
0: so <laughs> I, I,
1: look. When you tell a college that you're first generation. You're of a minority, but diaspora or whatever. They want to give you some money. Um, so, I mean, no, but that's real. Like, yeah. that's that's impacted mm-hmm. me. Like, it's taken a weight off of my shoulder, like, to not have to worry about $50,000 to George Mason University. It's like, okay, I do have a couple thousand dollars or a couple hundred dollars that I have to pay, but it's not, you know. Yeah. Um, I think socially... It was hard. Like I came into George Mason during the COVID year, so that's twenty twenty, and it was like oh my maybe God. a couple thousand yeah. people on mm-hmm. campus, if that. Um, so it was like I didn't know anybody. I didn't. There was no interaction.
2: Even if there were people, you're not like and, supposed to see them, right?
1: And you're not supposed to be like talking <laughs> yeah, yeah. and shaking hands and touching was weird. Yeah. <laughs> so it was like socially, I think being first gen has helped me because I'm able to relate, like. Even just today, right before I came in here, I went to go sit on a panel with some students from a high school in D.C. And they were just like, bro, you're doing it. And I'm like, what do you mean? This is college. And they're like, no, like, you're doing it. And it's like sitting down and thinking about, like, how have my making friends has impacted me and how has, like, just being an adult for the first time in college, like, Yeah, my mom started and she was able to say, yeah, like, try this, try that. But it was never like, all right, so when things get hard, you have to do X, Y, Z. So it was really so much of figuring out by myself. And I think your friends that you had in high school are not the friends you have in college. So learning how to deal with people who are just as mature as you, well, hopefully, they're just (laughs) as mature as you. And, like, just doing something that is out of your comfort zone has helped me as a first-generation college student because it's like, it's just me. Mm -hmm. Like, Mm-hmm. Um, emotionally though I have taken time To reflect and realize That There is that Burden There's that weight On your shoulder Of like Am I doing enough I love 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 My family To pieces But when you go home And you're like Yeah ma Or dad or, I got see on my assignment They're like Why You could be doing So much better Like you're This such a student You're this You're great You're that You're like Well <laughs> <laughs> like it's just trying to figure things out so it's like i've i think i've had an overall like normal college experience if that makes sense like Mm -hmm. i feel normal just with the extra money and Mm -hmm. like the opportunity to do something like this like really talk to people and really speak to what it's like as a black woman to be a first generation college student
2: that's great i'm glad you feel that way and i feel like that also like the kind of diversity we see on campus Mm -hmm. makes a makes us feel more normal you know like we can relate to a lot more people than we originally thought we would and um for me um i would see it as like a combination of like roadblocks and opportunities at madison said like it does give you some money it also like you know, they their our first and plus center has a mentoring program where, um because your parents didn't go to college, so you are you don't know a lot of things. Mm-hmm. So that mentoring program helps you in terms of like how do you figure out your finances, how do you figure out your financial aid, and how do you live on campus or off campus, and how do you do well, you know, in classes and coping mechanisms and all that kind of like academic and uh, social um, support and. Once you graduate, um, how the professional, like, you know, our placement programs uh, help them find opportunities and all that. But at the same time, there are things that you're missing out just because you're first gen that even there's support available, it's hard to, like, understand and, like, go with. Um, For example, when we say professionally, like, people um, who are first gen, they, they don't have, like, their parents already placed in, like, well, you know, uh, good companies or like, you know, employed in a place where they can like give you referrals or do things with you, you know, um, like kind of push you forward. And also socially, I feel like as Madison, you said, like there's an element of like understanding um, when we go to college and a lot of our family didn't, then they see us differently. They're like, they don't understand the struggle. But they either would brush it off as like, oh, you can deal with it. Or they would say, oh, I don't like, have nothing to tell you about that. And it's
1: that. really because they don't know how to help. The, yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Like our concerns are not either are like something that they don't know or like something mm-hmm. that they can help with. And then we are even like once when you get together for like a religious occasion or a Christmas or Eid or whichever event you are like, you know, family gathering you always wondered am i going to like talk about my college and mm-hmm. how it's mm-hmm. going to be received and then you while you're in the familiar familiarity of your family and house you are still like an outsider now so in the college you're outsider because everybody know seem to know things and you don't and then you when you go to your family you're outsider because now you know things that they don't and they can't relate with so there is an element of loneliness that goes with being a first gen and that is something you like work like either if you can see your parents are interested enough to, like, want to learn from, and then you get them on board on a few things. I remember first time I got my um, my first semester result came, and I was like, oh, I have this GPA, and, you know, I'm an honor student now. And my mom was like, okay, um, what does this 3.6 mean? What is, like, what is that? Is it, like, 360 marks out of 400? Like, what is GPA? And I'm, like, trying to explain. And then she, like, her smile... Was like, oh, you got this, but I don't know what you're saying, but if you are happy, I'm happy. And that was enough for me at that time. So, like, those little things that you were like, if somebody whose parent went to college, they were like, oh, I'm an honor student. They were like, oh, my God, that's a great achievement versus if you're happy, I'm happy kind of thing. So, it has its own, like, um, emotional and social drawbacks, but – and the same professional, but also – um you get if you get to have a mentor or you if you have to find your first gen community, then there are people who are willing to push you forward because they know the struggle. So they are willing to help you and you know, um all those good things. So that's how I would see um the first and experience college experience.
0: Um, it's amazing how we all kind of have the same experiences and uh, the experiences y'all both talked about are kind of the same that I had. Um, but I think I can add maybe professionally mm-hmm. um, because I'm a couple of years into my career. Yeah. Um, number one, being first gen impacted what I do with my life. Right. So now I am serving folks that I in a way that I wish I would have had when I was in college. Um, you talked about imposter syndrome. There are still times where I'm like, did I do that right? Second guessing myself. Do I belong in rooms? Um, it's just so much that goes into being a first-gen college student, um, and today we just gave y'all a little bit of a a teaser of what we're going to be talking about in this I Am First podcast. So um, look out for the next episode where we'll have more guests, including faculty, staff, more students, and some special guests. So thank you for joining us. We'll see you on the next one. See you all. Bye. <laughs>